Welcome to the Small Business Edge Podcast with Brian Moran. Now, here's your host, Brian Moran. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Small Business Edge Podcast. This week, our guest is John Lawson, CEO at Colder Ice Media, Amazon bestselling author, and crowned savviest <laughs> in social media by Startup Nation. He's also a wealth of knowledge on all things AI and e-commerce, which is why he's on the show today. Welcome to the podcast, John Lawson. Hey, what's up, bro? I am so happy to be here. Wow. Okay. Me too. Me too. You know what? AI is just exploding, right? Chat GPT, Google Bard, Microsoft Bing AI, right? It's nuts. It is. It is. It is. But I mean, a lot of it's still... Um, hype. It's in hype mode right now. But, right. Uh, you know, uh, we're just at the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> and uh, it's it's about to get extremely interesting very fast. And that's yeah. and that's that's what got my attention. So it's funny. I talked to you. I talked to um, a number of other people, people like you, whose opinions I respect. And almost every single one of them said, AI is probably going to be bigger than the internet itself. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I think AI is it might be second only to fire. How about that? Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm yeah. telling you. Wow. Well, and, yeah. and so that's that's why you and I, like I'm 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 behind you, but I'm trying to catch up where it's I remember the days of dial-up. You and I are about the same age, right? Remember mm-hmm. dial up with the 14.4288 and how much of a game changer broadband became. Like broadband was like, oh man, things move wow. at light speed. Right? And then we had the smartphone and then we had, you know, uh, five social. Yeah, social yeah. media. And yeah, and you look at you look at where we are, you know, I, I talked to a gentleman uh, two weeks ago uh, who talks all about emerging trends. And he he was talking about, uh, you know, Web 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. And then he listed in the 2020s, the next emerging trend is AI. Mm. He said, you know, we're at 1.0. It seems like we're drinking from the fire hose, but we haven't seen anything yet. Nothing. With that? Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, I mean, we we all know what it looks like when you double a penny every day, right? Yeah. So in what in thirty days you've got like five million dollars or was it seven five somewhere in there, whatever, right? But it comes from doubling a single penny every day, and literally the first twenty five days of doubling that penny, it's not all that impressive. It's impressive, right? Mm-hmm. But you're at you're at like a hundred thousand dollars right but all of a sudden those last five days what happens is what was a six-figure number becomes a seven-figure plus number and if that is what we get when we have a a hockey stick adoption rate and development rate and that's what we're heading into and it's just i don't know where we're going to be and the funny thing is that all of the actual experts don't know where we're going to be. This is the first time 
I've ever seen the actual experts be like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Because they don't know because they didn't build it to do what it's doing. Nobody set out to say, hey, we're going to make a GPT that's going to be able to solve problems, issues, write content, do, you know, uh, read whole books and summarize it. They never set out to do those. Right. What they set out to do was pretty simplistic. You know, they set out to create a word calculator. Yeah. Yeah. And all of a sudden, these things started to emerge. So they can't tell you what it's going to do. And anybody that tells you they can tell you what it's going to do is absolutely selling snake oil. Well, what they can tell you is that it's going to exponentially and forever change our lives. Yeah. Every facet. Absolutely. Every industry. Right. Bar none. I don't I don't personally see. Well, you know, it, it doesn't have hands. So if you can work with your hands, yeah, you're good for a little while. Yeah. <laughs> it, but it's it, it's about adoption. You know, the one thing I learned early on is obviously it still needs to be edited for the most part, you know, like to put it into like my voice. I've used AI to write stuff. I've given it stuff that I've written. I've asked it to rewrite it, and then I'll rewrite it again. But obviously, at some point, it's going to learn the way that I speak and my personality, and it's going to be able to apply that to it. All right, so let's get specific, because you are a global expert on e-commerce. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll take that I appreciate that. I'll give it to you. How how do you see AI transforming the e-commerce industry? Um, you know, it's 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 going to really in the e-commerce, you know, we we really depend on data and uh, analyzing our data to uh predict trends, um, to create marketing material, and of course to get to the top of search, right? Mm-hmm. So I I can see AI in the initial phase, the, the, the most basic phases of helping uh, e-commerce with search engine optimization, content creation, and uh, email marketing. All right. So I see AI helping us do the things that a lot of us in the e-commerce space are really not that interested in. We're interested in selling stuff. We're not interested in the tech, even the tech that runs our stores a lot of times. We're not interested in that. We just want to get to the end part as fast as possible. And we have these teams of people that we bring in that are experts in these different areas where I think AI is going to help, uh, especially small businesses. It's going to reduce the cost Mm. of those types of teams. And it's going to be transformative to your bottom line for sure. So you're going to save money. You're going to save time. Yeah. Right. You, in many cases, you may not have the labor issues that you're having. You're going to definitely reduce overhead. Right, right, right. I I can speak firsthand to the fact that like when I'll transcribe a podcast and I want to pull my highlights from it, that used to take me about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I can do that now in less than five minutes. Yes. You can 10x that. 
So whatever took you, you know, an hour to do, now you can do 10 of those in the same amount of time, at right. least. It's a, it, that is is incredible. So, all right, let's delve, you know, dive a little bit deeper now into e-commerce. What are some applications that you see in e-commerce, you know, be powered by AI? So yeah. I'm, I'm a small business owner. I'm an e-com. I got an e-commerce store. I want to start. And the problem is this, is that you go out onto, you know, social now, especially, and you're absolutely bombarded with people who've got all the answers to AI. And I say to my clients, just just turn it off. Turn it off because it's a rabbit hole. It's a fire hose. It's everything that you don't have time to look at right now. Right. Because the people who were trying to sell you a $10, $20 a month, you know, uh, uh, subscription, you know, in all likelihood are not going to be in business a year from now. Right. They, they, or they, they'll be on to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, exactly. A, a lot a lot of these guys were NFT guys last year. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. right. And uh, and they forget to update, their, you know, they, they update yes. their bio. But you look and it's like, wow, look at all of these things that you've been trending on. Yeah. Yeah. So, now, so some people just hop. On the yeah. on the hottest thing, yes, they do absolutely. But all right, so e, I'm an e-commerce store. I'm a business owner. I'm trying to figure out how to make AI work for my business. What are the applications or the categories that I should be looking at today? Yeah, there's no shortage of ways that AI can help your e-commerce business, right? But yeah. here's a couple of them. You know, think about personalized recommendations. I mean, you know, and and Amazon's been doing this for eons, mm -hmm. right? So Amazon's been using a, a, a lower form of AI, you know, 20 years ago when they would do personalized recommendations. My page that I log in on for, you know, uh, Amazon shows different products than your pages do. Right, right, right of course. And, <clears throat> and that, that makes us feel at home. Right. Because it's very personalized. How about us being doing being able to do personalized things at scale? Right. So that yeah. we will have that capability to at least make, you know, email recommendations that are very personalized to their purchase history. Right. How about chatbots on your, you know, customer service? For your customer service for your website, that's up 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and don't take lunch breaks. Mm -hmm. How about, you know, and, and <clears throat> we can train the chatbot on your product SKUs. So now it knows all about every product and everything that it could to answer a customer question before it has to be actually handled by a human. All right. And so am I, course, am I, am I uploading that? I mean, are they, they're, they're, they're probably scraping my website. How, how do I do that? How do I say to the, to the, the application? And if there are any names that you have, that's even better. But, you know, I download an app and I said, okay, read my website, learn everything you can about it. And now you become my chat bot. So if anybody right. has any questions. Yes. Is that what you're asking me? Or yeah. What do you want? Well, so basically they're creating now there's so the the thing is, is that AI uh, and, and let's it, I want to give everybody kind of a an overview. 
Okay. But what you have to think about AI is you're going to think about it as a platform. Right. Okay. So yes. So chat GPT is two words put together. GPT mm -hmm. existed. That's the AI. Chat yeah. is a front interface that allows you this little place to put in a message and talk directly to the AI using natural language. Okay. Right. So there are people, there are, there are several, right, that are building on the back end of GPT that are creating these uh, uh, applications where you will take your data and you just upload the data. So right now, if I try to upload a whole book in chat GPT, it says, hey, it's too long. It can only take X amount of characters. Right. Mm -hmm. But these but when you go through the the these other tools that are being done right now, they're actually creating many LLMs. Right. Where large it's only models. right. Large language models, which chat GPT is. So they're putting many ones inside of chat GPT or GPT rather. And it's just going to be limited to that scope of data. So okay. you're you're actually taking your entire website, all of the products, the descriptions, the SKU numbers, the pricing, whether it fluctuates or not, all of that. Just imagine that all being available to a chat GPT kind of model and people can just type in a message asking a question and it's going to get a natural language response back to their inquiry. That is available to us today. Wow. And so this is this they can track inventory, they can track pricing, they yes. can track everything about your experience. Look, man, if you could put it in a spreadsheet, it can talk about it. Yeah. And that's and it doesn't even have to. That's the other cool thing is like all of all of for eons, we had to have formatted data. Mm -hmm. Right. Just think about how we always had to have at least in a spreadsheet and right. it has to have columns and and but you don't even need that because you can dump a whole bunch of data into it, almost unformatted, and it will figure it out. Right. That's the crazy part. So it's just the 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 applications here for us are going to be insane. But that's just on the customer service part, right? right but like right. you said, we can do predictive <laughs> analytics to forecast some trends. We can do things to manage our inventory. You were there. You remember when we went to IBM and they would show us how they were doing um load balanced uh predictive I remember, remember they, they even had the weather channel, right? Where yeah. we're taking the weather and yeah. determine whether or not we need this many raincoats on the East Coast. Yeah. That that, I remember this, right? So that thing we were sitting there going, you know, five, six years ago going, wow, that is like in our phone now. Yeah. And we got access to it. That's where we are right now. It's insanity. And it's hard for me to actually... Ma maintain my hypeness because I don't want I don't want it to come off as he's just hyping. I'm really now I'm excited because these are the things I'm seeing already being in uh, practice right now. So if I'm a business owner again, e-commerce owner, is there a is there something I can pull off the shelf or is it something that I have to build myself? Is it something like is is Shopify offering this to their customers right now? Yeah, yeah, great question. So I would say we're about six months away 
from seeing more and more applications being built for this specific space. We're in a very generalized space right now, mm -hmm. right? So everybody's just tapping in and touching it and seeing what they can do. And, oh, I can make a cute picture. I can write a blog post. Right. So I, I do see some things that are, are already in development, but it's not ready necessarily for me to go and say, dude, this is the one that you need to grab right now yeah. because they just haven't been, you know, practically tested, stress tested, in my opinion, yet. Right. All right. right. But that yeah. does not mean that does not mean that you can't actually build stuff yourself to get to these outputs, especially when it comes to trends, forecasting and inventory management. So yeah. I, I see what's happening is probably whatever you're using right now. Mm -hmm. They're in the background. They're right now creating the APIs to talk to GPT. That's what's happening. So every just like we just came back, we, we were at the Zoho. And mm -hmm. when Zoho got to the AI part, really was like, hey, we're connecting it all to, you know, GPT. Yeah, and that's yeah. Right. Yeah. And so. It, so a lot of the front ends that we have are just going to get smarter because they're going to have the back end connected to AI. So at some point that becomes version either 1.1, 1.5 or 2.0. It's yes. that next level. So when I'm, I'm looking at all of the areas that AI is going to touch uh, e-commerce businesses, you know, customer personalization, the, the customer experience or the shopping experience upselling cross-selling you know you mentioned enhancing product recommendations you know if you bought this you really should be looking at that um inventory control right pricing control or all of it is this going to be is this going to like make us you know one person businesses you know i mean it, it almost That's it almost feels like I could run this out of my house. I could run a $5 million company out of my house by myself with AI. That, uh, yeah, I, I don't see a limit, right? This is, this is like turning on a super brain inside of your company, you know? Yeah. It's like having your e-commerce store with a super brain on top, right? And the ability for it to do the things like, I mean, and you know what? I think what it's going to do is make what we think about, like you said today, having some tailored preferences based on, you know, what you've bought before or analyzing how your browse or what you've purchased and delivering a personalized content uh, experience. That's going to be uh, probably baseline mm. now. Yeah. See, so all the other things that we thought were high end, now that's going to be baseline. But also at the same time, just think about having a personal shopper that knows your style to mm. a T. Right? That's what AI is going to be able to do for your consumer, right? So yeah. they will it, it literally I I think not only do we think about it from our perspective as a business owner, what is it going to do and help the the consumer to be able to shop and do more business with us? How are they going to be able to find us where they never could have found us before? 
right? Because yeah. they didn't no. know what exactly to type into Google to find that unique thing that we sell and we're specialized in. I remember you, you mentioned IBM. I remember years ago uh-huh. um, watching a demonstration of, uh, and this is probably like seven, eight years ago, watching a demonstration where somebody, you know, this woman said, oh, I need a dress. And then it said, okay, you know, you've got all your measurements in here and they would give you options. What What is the occasion? Oh, I'm going to a wedding. Okay, great. You know, and then, he, you know, is it is it more, is it in the daytime? Is it at nighttime? Like they asked all of these questions about the uh, the uh, piece of clothing yeah. she wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. And then she said, okay, here are three options. I like option B. Okay, what about shoes? What about a bag? What about a hat? All of these things. And then, you know, you finally picked everything out and they said, where's the wedding? Oh, uh, the wedding is in, I don't know, Phoenix, Arizona. Okay, yeah. would you like to pick it? Would you like us to deliver it to the hotel? Would you like to pick it up in our store in Phoenix? Or we'd like to share, you know, send it to you at home. I remember thinking to myself, this is nuts. Yeah. This is, right? So this is what it's become. Like you think about packing for all of the stuff, right? You're going to go on vacation, right? And you go, you want to, you want to pack like food and this and towels, whatever. And instead you can just go in and say, Hey, pack me, uh, order, order a week's worth of food off of my shopping list and deliver it to this house that I'm renting in. You know, and and I'll be there Sunday afternoon. Please deliver it by 6 p.m. Yeah. But it's not going to just deliver food. You're going to it's going to suggest to you. Here's what you should eat. Day one, day two, day three. Right. Right. Here's your preferences, because I know you like steak, you know, so we're going to go ahead and put all that together. Right. And then we're going to order it and have it delivered to the address on the date that you arrive, at the time that you arrive. And it knows all that information just because you gave it access to your calendar. It knows right. what time you're going to, right? It knows what right. time your plane is going to land. Yeah. And what rental car company you're going to do. And it's going to be able to determine based on, you know, all of those factors, how long it's going to take you to get through all this to the house. It, I mean, you see what I'm saying? And it does that instantly, instantly. Well, you look at you look at like uh, GPS on your phone, you know, the, yeah. what that did to Rand McNally, you know, now put it out of business right oh, now. And, and all of this. So so we're basically going to run our lives and our businesses from our smartphones. Is that accurate? Uh, again, I can't tell you. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But I will. I will. You know, I saw a demonstration just recently at uh, TED Talk, you know, and the guy had on a wearable. Right. Uh-huh. And, and the problem. See, here's the here's the thing that's been our issue. We do have wearables. Right. We've got the aura ring. We've mm-hmm. got uh, some necklaces. We've got the you know, Fitbits, the, the Fitbits, you know. Uh, we, but I think the the thing with the wearable was it really just didn't have a real practical purpose. I mean, counting steps, that became a very practical purpose, yeah. right? But having to walk around with this thing, 
I absolutely believe at some level shortly within the next few years, this is going to be very like, why has he got that? Because it's going to be a wearable, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just now wearables make sense because all the technology doesn't have to be in the actual device anymore. It just has to have enough bandwidth to connect to the AI brain, right? <laughs> and give wow. you results. So the guy that was showing it off, I can't remember his name, but he had on a, a little badge, right? And it looked yeah. like one of those uh, Star Trek badges. Yeah. You know, and it would hear everything that you were hearing. It could see everything that you're seeing and it would make, you know, recommendations based on all that. So he 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 took a candy bar out and said, hey, can I eat this? And the thing says, no, you can't eat this because your blood sugar, blah, 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 blah. It's it's it's, you know, not good for you to eat that. So it was able to take the label, look at it and do all the processing right there. And then just speak it back. It, it's I don't know. so I don't know where this is going, man. Yeah, but the 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 sky is the limit on this. I, you know, <laughs> really. Sorry. And this is not even. This is like barely 1.0. That's the crazy yeah. thing. And yeah. I think I think that the this, hey, let me just say this. Let me just say this. Whatever it is today, that's the worst it will ever be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, the question then becomes, how quickly does it become 2.0, 3.0, You know, the the adopt the, the fact of the matter is we have now access. You know, we're in, you know, uh, 5.0 uh, on, on our phone speeds, right? right. Um, you know, so. 5G, yeah, yeah. 5G. So, I mean, think about what the acceleration of that was like from 4G. It was, it's. So here, I guess here's the question. All of this, though, is a means to an end. Everything that we're talking about is a, so we can't lose sight of the goal. What's the goal of all of this? Now we're going to be saving so much more time, right? Everything is quicker and faster and whatnot. So I, I got a couple of questions on that. But in, in terms of e-commerce, where's the differentiation? I guess it has to be in the product itself. As long as you're not operating in a commodity business, you have a chance. But if it if it's a if you're selling a a, a coffee mug or um, a t-shirt or something, a stack of you know copy paper, it's all based on price, convenience, and and delivery, right? I, I mean, there yeah, to some degree, you know. Because I've I've always been the guy that would say Amazon is never going to take over all of e-commerce. Okay. Right? So Amazon is at at best 50-55% of all e-commerce. And I don't think, you know, Amazon can ever get to 100%. There's just going to there's always some backlash of course. People I just won't I'm not going to you know, capitulate to Amazon's needs. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's always that, right? But also, there are people that uh, enjoy the hunt. Mm. You know, when it comes to shopping online, offline, part of the 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 cool part of shopping is the shopping itself. Yeah. For some people, not for me, right? I'd be like, 
the guy that just, you know, send me black T-shirts every day and I'm going to wear that every day. That's but you, you could say, send me the least expensive black T-shirts made out of at least 80 percent cotton, cotton in this size. Yeah. Right. And then it'll, right. it'll do it for you. And a best fit. And this, you know, so, yes, it'll do it for me. Uh, but I don't think that's going to stop the experience Mm. of touching and feeling something for us as human beings. See, here's a deal. All right. In my, it's all in my opinion. Mm -hmm. All right. But we tested, we tested the meta world. Yeah. See, we already tested that. Yeah. And we actually found out that humans don't like that that much. Mm. Right. See, Mm -hmm. we were already stuck in our homes for a year plus thanks to COVID. And what happened was we found out humans are not going to be happy with just ordering stuff on the internet and it's showing up on their porch. Yeah. Because as soon as that day came where your stores were open, people were overwhelmed. We have that need as humans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. yes, AI is going to take over. Yes. It's going to do a lot of different things, but there's still a human element that we humans need. It's I don't know if it's going to be able to necessitate those things for us. Right. Let's do this. Let's look at e-commerce and AI for my listeners who are largely small and some mid-sized companies, you know, but our sweet spots, less than 100 employees. Let's let's look at that. And and I want to give them some takeaways. So you're standing in front of them today and, and they're saying, John, what should we be doing right now when it comes to AI and e-commerce? Am I in education mode? Am I in implementation mode? What 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 do you think? You, you saying them personally? Yeah, for their businesses, yeah. For their businesses. Yeah. You know, the first thing I would work on, honestly, is, um, and this is what I'm talking about with my e-com AI boss that is coming out. I don't know. It might be out by the time you guys get this. But I think the first thing, and I think we spoke about it at the beginning, three things, mm-hmm. right? The three basics that you've got to have. We need SEO, right? right. So right. in order to do that, it's time to take the AI tools that we've got and start rewriting our titles and descriptions of product. Okay? Okay. So that's, that's, that's number one, it, based on keyword research which we can do with the AI tools, all right? Let me stop you right there. SEO tools, can I go onto my website? Can I have a a crawler or spider on my website that I say, go to my website and change all my content to make it SEO friendly? Yes, you could. Okay. Right? But there's steps to that. See, because it's not just your, my website is not, um, what do you call it? Where it's, it's, it's just, it doesn't exist by itself. Right. So it's not enough for you to take insights from your site. We want to take insights from the other sites. So right. I want to look at the, I want to look at the keywords of the sites that are doing, you know, page one, page two ranking, mm-hmm. and then use those keywords for my site, which is on page 17. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. it's not enough to just go and like look at that stuff and find keywords. No, I want you to take some time and look at the sites that are actually performing well and see how we can utilize their strategy. Look, I'm giving you an SEO guy's, you know, uh, uh, secret. That's their secret is they yeah. look at the top performing and then they backwards engineer that and and overlay that on your stuff. That's what you're going to have to start doing. Okay. Okay. That's right. A. That's so that's, that's SEO porn component. Right. Then the second component is now that you know what um, the keywords and the uh, key terms that are used for people to find those products. Now we want to take those and we want to create content around that. So we want to do blog posts. If you're into, you know, short videos, education, um, some stuff is education, some stuff is entertainment, some stuff is sales, right? right? And you want to have a mix of all that and put that together. And AI is helping us to be able to create that, create that stuff at scale. I mean, if you haven't looked at some of the stuff that's available to you in like Canva, it's insane now with because Canva plus AI power inside of it is allowing people to create a lot of content at a, you know, like you said, what would take you an hour to create, you can do an an entire month in two hours, maybe an hour. Wow. Okay. Wow. Right. So that's the next thing you're going to start, I would say, start looking at. Yeah. And then the third thing is the email. The email is where you talk to people. And mm-hmm. believe it or not, uh, AI is a great sales rep. <laughs> ah. All right. It, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It has figured out how to create content that will, you know, that people respond to. That's its job. That's yeah. what it is. Like we talked about, it wasn't built for this, but this part it was built for. Yeah. You know, so you can you so, can you can tweak it, learn how learn how it works. You can tweak it and say write a 200 word email to my customers use these words, right? And and this is, you know, my summer sales coming up, so in, incorporate this and 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 give it all these other prompts. Right. Prompts are very popular. Right. With the uh, GPT. And you say and, and and then create it and let me review it. And then you could add pictures to it and links and then say, send it out to all 5000 of my customers. And you no, know, no. What? No. See, that's what we used to do. Yeah. Right. So right. now what we're going to do is we're going to recognize based on our customer list and we can tell it, hey, Here's all my customers. Here's what they bought. All right. And it's going to segment the list for us Uh, so that it feel me. So it's like, hey, we found 15 segments. Right. And there's going to be young people. Then there might be young people that like this thing. And then there's going to be older people that like this same thing, but they're not young people. Right. Right. Uh, right? And, and, And you talk to people differently. And I always talk about, I always talk about uh, um, the purple uh, gym people, you know, the purple Uh gym people, $10 a month, right? Uh If I'm in the gym (laughs) and they're walking people through the gym, 
I always notice when they're showing people the machines and wanting them to become a member, what they do with a woman is completely different than what they do average woman than with average man. Right. Okay. So the guy, they might spend a little more time with the free rates. Yeah. Or if you're a woman that's a bodybuilder and interested in that, they'll spend more time there with the women. They'll go back to the the cardio machines and that thing that makes you go like that with your legs. That's a good one for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes your butt bigger. Right. (laughs) So they like these machines, (laughs) but but it's all based on preference. Right. Right. So now we're not going to send our email to those five thousand. We're going to. Slice and dice it. Yeah. Into my 15 segments. And it's going to feel way more personalized. Uh, Yes. So in my world and your world, I could say uh, it's all based on tags. These people don't receive my uh, newsletter. These people Mm do. Yes. The people who do receive my newsletter, these people don't open it. And so I could I could say, okay, segment my newsletter business out. And it'll know to send this message to the people who open it, these who don't who don't open it, and the ones who who don't even read it. Yeah, what a tailored headline for each of those different audiences. Right. SEO friendly and all that stuff. Well, it's not SEO friendly. Yeah, we don't care about email. SEO. But, but yes, but you're getting it. Yeah, I do. I do. All yes, right. but and then being able to do this at scale. Instant. And are we there now? To yeah, do we're this? there now. Yes, we're, we're there now. Yeah, All we're right. there. We're there now. All right. Now Here's it depends deal. on how, like you said, prompts are the most important part. Prompts, right? Prompt GPT. Yeah. <laughs> right. It helps. Yeah. It helps, but sometimes you have to spend the time talking to it to understand what it understands, so you can get out. That's what prompting does. So it's it's what do I need to Give it so that it gives me exactly what I need. Okay. Two things right now. Two things. One, because we're in the home stretch. Home stretch. I'm going to list all of the ways that people can get in touch with you on the resource page. LinkedIn, Twitter, website, all of that. Is there anything you're doing now that people should know about with regard to AI and e-commerce? You mentioned something. Ecomaiboss.com. B-O-S-S. B-O-S-S. You want to become an e-com AI boss. AI <laughs> e-com boss. E-com. Is that your website? E-com, e-com AI, AI boss. boss.com. That's it. All right. E-com <laughs> AI boss.com. Yes. That's, the, that's what I'm doing for the e-com audience. All that right. We're talking about today. It's all, all right. about the future of AI and e-commerce. All right. So... We should talk because I want in. I want to figure out how we can do something for small business as well. Oh, in general. that's awesome. In oh. general, right? I yeah. So I bought, thanks to you, I bought, I have smallbusinessedge.com uh-huh. and I bought smallbusinessedge.ai. Okay. Not that that matters, oh, yes. but I bought it, so I own it. And, and yes. my goal is to sift through all of this stuff. Because there's just so much information and really bring it down into bite-sized nuggets that business owners can implement into their business. Mm. You know, so here's a hundred apps. Here are three that you should be looking at and using for your business. Yes. yes. Done. All right. We're going to do it. Everybody. Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. That's, that's awesome. And let me just, as a secret, 
you know, most of everything that we deal with in, you know, Ecom AI, it's overlay. You can overlay that with small business because small business is where you and I, you know, I, I love small business. Yeah. That's what it's all about for me. Yeah. And, and, I, and I want that $5 billion one man business. That's my dream. <laughs> Well, then let's bring it to them. Let's let's show them how to do it. I'm I'm down for that. Like I, I uh, you know, where we say, okay, this and and if the, my listeners, if you are one of those companies that have really embraced AI and you're using it effectively in your business, I want to hear from you because we will feature you on one of our podcasts. You know, this is how you did it, and, and this is what worked, and this is what didn't. John, you and I should also we'll talk about community. I'd love to do some kind of like community content access to people like you and eventually me, you know, that, that know, uh, you know, a lot about AI and how it can work for small business and e-commerce and uh, give them trusted, reliable resources that they can go to for this information. Fantastic. All right. I'm ready. I'm going to have you back on when we, when we get this thing up and running. And we'll talk about that more. Awesome. All right. Thank you. John Lawson, CEO, Colder Ice Media, Amazon bestselling author, and the savviest person in social media. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today, John. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, man. Unbelievable. And for our listeners, there you go. I heard from about a dozen of you that you wanted to know more about AI and GPT. And hopefully this has whetted your appetite. And uh, that you uh, that you're hungry for more because we'll bring in more. At least once a month, we'll be talking about some form of AI and how it's going to help your business. So keep listening to us, keep bringing your suggestions, and we'll see you next week on another episode of the Small Business Edge podcast. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to the Small Business Edge podcast with Brian Moran. Please visit our website, smallbusinessedge.com, for a listing of future podcasts.